0: I feel like that's not just intuitively going to be my first yeah. gut reaction. Quick, get the nun out of the nun. The gut out gun. of the sink. The- I mean, maybe that would get be that better. Get that nun out maybe of here. Maybe actually that's a better way is for violence is to house a nun and just if yeah. someone tries to, break, here's a nun, just here's, see what they, you know, nun, it's really the shock freak them factor. out. It's the shock factor. They wouldn't know what to do. They'd just be like, oh, who is like, this? And then, I'm sorry. <laughs> just start it would praying. Actually just Way start better praying.
1: than owning a gun.
0: Way better. Just
1: own a nun. Yeah. <laughs> own a nun. Bring own them a nun out, who tells some puns. Talk with them
0: this is I'm, just a dr seuss podcast i'm sorry but like i'm envisioning this snl skit that's like people like someone's trying to like go buy a gun and they're like sorry we don't sell guns but we do sell nuns it's just like shit. it's like nun after nun after nun. it's like which one do you want
1: you do need a license kate though. mckinnon dressed up as a nun
0: <laughs> that's really good i've been thinking about selling feet pics I mean, if I'm I was not just going to say that, um, I've been thinking about it. I've been praying about it. The Lord has not deterred <laughs> me. So I'm only if you type 10% of your profit. Oh, OK. Maybe for that,
1: you'd he have to type 20. I feel like that's, yeah, at least okay. 15 or 20. Why? Why more? Because it's also kind of repentance. Because it's it's not like a wholesome way. Like it just feels OK, I'm weird. not
0: selling my body. Yeah. I'm just selling my toes.
1: <laughs> that is your body. Okay,
0: I'm not selling like a sexual body part. Like I'm not like I'm not being weird. I'm just saying here's a here, that's,
1: toe. That's why people are buying it.
0: I know. You know, but, like I don't like to think yeah. about that. You
1: know their intent.
0: You know the intent. <sighs> but they're worth. Hey. Their, I mean these toes. Hey, yeah, you're on the podcast.
1: I don't know what she's doing. She's coming here in a sec. She said she's letting you guys live our, live our lives. We're just talking about nuns and
2: boats and guns and feet pics. She's
0: honestly missed a lot. Title. Wait, that should be the, yeah, <laughs> guns, Cheeky. feet pics, and nuns. Oh, my. Cheeky fig- feet pics. <laughs> it is kind of an interesting, like, way to think about. It. Some things that are super nostalgic to you can be, like, not important to someone else
2: like yeah like you care less about spongebob and mare and i are like freaking out
0: that's like your bonding thing and i'm like i have i don't know i know that he lives under the sea and the porous (laughs) is he (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) good Good job i honestly (laughs) maybe like if like okay this is like dramatic okay i'm just gonna say it that (laughs) but gun to my head i could Maybe do the whole SpongeBob theme song. Maybe! That was dramatic. Maybe, but there's no. Hey, we'll be okay. your backup, Mayor. Oh. We'll be your backup. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob, SpongeBob SquarePants! Square something is something and porous, is he? Yeah, yeah, you just said you could SpongeBob. do every word. Okay. And that wasn't a stitch
2: fright. That was literally the second okay, line. Absorb it in yellow. Absorb it in yellow
0: and porous,
2: Absorb it in yellow and porous, is he?
0: Sponge, Sponge Bob, square, square, Pants. His Okay, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna tap out. Okay, okay, you go Uncle nonsense oh my be something gosh. you wish. Gun to, gun to your head, you're yeah, dead. I'm dead now. Dead, yeah.
1: Put off on the
2: deck and flop like a he fish. Like a fish.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I'm gonna ask Colton, um, is this a red flag of mine? Because what I've learned recently, a red flag of mine, is how I've been doing the alphabet game on car trips. Um, I've just recently, in the last month, it's come to my attention that maybe my parents taught me a different way to just, like, shut me up in the car. And I, like, swore by this way. And Colton and also my sister-in-law both recently were like, that's not how you play it. I'm like, no. You guys are in the wrong. So then, how do you play? So in my mind, what are your roles? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you how I was taught: was to play it up in your head, to not shout out the letters, is just to go through the alphabet in order in your head, and then when you're done, you let you yell done because you don't want you don't want someone to know where you're at because that's like the fun of the game is to not you know fully tell someone where you're at. Your and that just wanted you to be quiet. I think so too, but I br- <laughs> I brought it up to them, and they're like, "No, that's how we learned how to play it." I was like, "So it's a generational thing." Oh my god! So it's gosh. really no thanks to my grandparents the reason. But that no way, both your parents, both of were them, doing it that way. I they that's what they said. Wow, that's what they said. Both of them, and they're like, "Well, that's how we were taught, so that's just how we played it." And you know, but then how do you
2: like compete what? with each other if you like? here yeah, and how can make you sense. make how can you make sure what they saw was valid Well, here's the thing because if someone finds good, the z good point
0: well z when you're so done you, you like the last one that's kind of like what you say but i mean the only thing is like i did cheat a lot because i would just like oh q who yeah, exactly who knows where q is yeah, and i'll just skip totally. over q well, i can't
2: find i can't find it i'm just gonna
0: come back to it no 100 percent. yeah
2: you know, I'm very humbled. Wow. I'm very Kiera, humbled. I'm sorry. Uh, This year
0: to know that my life has been a lie when it has come to the alphabet <laughs> game.
2: Hey, it's Casey. I'm Meredith. And this is Kiara, And we're three best friends in a long distance relationship.
0: We've learned some valuable lessons along the way over the last 10 years of being friends. Now let's get to it because...
1: Hi guys! Hi. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to the It's Been Forever podcast. I'm Meredith. I'm Casey. And I'm Kiera. Uh, This is the first episode that we're recording since, All, uh, like, we've started releasing episodes. So, what? It, today is August nine. We actually
0: put a pin in our friendship mm. for two months. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we're like, we really want to be. It's been forever. <laughs> so, just like, wait. Said no
1: talking. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait till August. So we have a lot
1: to catch up on tonight.
0: I need to know, Mayor, how's your homeowner life been so far? Oh, my gosh. Give us the details. Give us the details. Yeah,
2: since we've been gone, Mayor bought a house. Mayor yeah. literally,
0: her and her husband, living in Iowa, bought a house. So, tell us everything.
2: So, this summer's been
0: wild.
1: There's been so many changes this summer. I got a new job. I started my yeah. new job in June. Um, and then... Yeah, we bought a house. It was a house that we had been, like, eyeing for a while. It actually was right across the street from where we lived. We lived in, like, a little condo. Um, and it was by, like, word of mouth that we heard about this place. Like, some we're, we're friends with the neighbor, and she was like, oh, yeah, my neighbor's working on this house, but he's, like, sick of it. He's tired of fixing it up. But, like, the whole first floor is done. The basement isn't finished. But so far it's, like, two bed, one bath. Like, just what we need, you know? And so we reached out to this guy, and we made an offer, and he accepted it. And so it's, like, kind of – it's our dream house for what we want right now. Like, it's it's exactly what we were looking for, something that we could move into that's move-in ready, but that we could kind of still, like, fix up and make our own. So, so yeah, we moved in in July. Like, July 10 was our closing date. So now we've been in for – Oh, tomorrow, I guess, will be a month. So it's starting to feel wow. a lot more homey. Like, we're
0: ripping out the landscape and redoing all oh that gosh. stuff right now. So, does that feel nice mm-hmm. that you have like ownership of it and you're not just like renting whatever? So, you, it's like yours. You can do yeah, whatever totally. you want with it.
1: And I'm so thankful to be married to someone who like literally does this stuff for a living. Like, he knows how to rip out rock. And he can get, like, tools from work instead of just, like, using shovels. Like, me and him, like, trying to figure out what to do. Or, like, we did an accent wall in the kitchen. And he was, like, it was so easy for him. Like, oh, this is just what you do. Like, you don't have to look up a video or any type of whatever. He just knows exactly what to do. It's really nice. And it saves a lot of money. That's
0: really nice.
1: So, yeah. And then, uh I don't know if I told you guys this even, but he got a new job. Oh, oh no. Yeah, that's awesome. um. So he's going to work at some, like, electrical place in – it's, like, in Sioux Center. But they, like, put in electric for, like, big companies. And he's going to be a the, – the name is so weird. It's a virtual design construction technician. So, like, he'll Kinda learn – That like, sick. Yeah, he'll learn, like, this 3D software. And, like, if he wanted to, he could do it from home. Like, he'll, he'll like, design where the, like, conduit goes in in the buildings that they're going to build. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So, that he starts that next week. So, we, two new jobs and a new house. Hmm. And, yeah, it's wild. And we're looking for a dog. So.
0: Wow. It's kind of a lot of change.
1: I felt a little anxious this summer. I'm not going to lie. It's all
0: good change. Like, it's a oh it's gosh. a good anxious. You do well like, with oh, change, huh? I mean, that's, like, a lot of life change in, like, a short amount of time. Like, kind of what we've talked about
1: before of, like, it's scary, yeah. but it's good. Just because it's scary doesn't mean it's bad. Like, this is all good stuff. So, so yeah. Lots of change. That's How have you guys awesome. this summer's been?
0: For me, the summer has been really busy in a good way. I have really packed it all in, in terms of trips and concerts and all of the things. I mean, that's just... Typical me, but I think like this month, especially in August, I'm really trying to focus on just like resetting myself and regrounding myself. I mean, my bank account is, you know, kind of hurting from a <laughs> little some of the trips, and recently my car wouldn't start and had to, you know, Aww, take it to the shop mm-hmm. literally had to tow it to the shop. And that was a couple, oh. a couple grand. What? Um, so I cried. How far did I, it have I, to I be? I cried. Told? It was. Uh huh. No. I mean, I be- not that far, but it oh was just gosh. thing after yeah. thing. You know, ended up being like twenty five hundred money that I was like, I would rather put that into something yeah. else, but I need a working vehicle. Um, I mean, besides that, I've I've had some fun things with. Um, My work, I was able to go to New York City in July for what we call a church pop-up. Essentially, the church that I work for um, is pretty global, but we do pop-up church in different cities where we have a lot of, like, a big online presence. So I was able to go to New York and help with that team, and that was just really a highlight of my last couple weeks. That was, like, mid-July, so I guess a couple weeks ago. I mean, it was a less than 24-hour trip, so it 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 was short. But it was quick. um. But it was one of those things where I'm like, this is just why I'm just grateful to do what I do. Because it was like a wake up at four kind of thing. And then after the day, we're going to wow. hop on a plane and come back to Charlotte. But like we made church happen so that people could experience Jesus in New York City. So it was cool. really cool um, to see that. But so that was that was a highlight. Obviously, card thing was totally. a low light of the last couple of weeks but really in August um I was just telling my friends I was like I I just am like if something pops up just like allow me to say no <laughs> because I just really feel like kind of off kilter mm-hmm. a little bit I just feel like I've been going going a lot and a lot of fun celebrations like birthdays and anniversaries and fun special events for for people in my life but I'm like I'm kind of exhausted now and i'm like i need a reset before like the fall because i normally the fall is where i like teeter off in like mental health and like different things i'm like i need i need to reset before i like go into full force in the fall so um but this week has honestly been been really good i got back from a trip with some friends for birthday in hilton head um, my first time there and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I was like, I want to come back. So that was just like a fun, a fun weekend. Honestly, it was pretty chill. It wasn't like we had like a lot planned. So it was like one of those where we just kind of like beached and that's about it. Um, but now that I'm back home in Charlotte, I'm like, I want to, I want to chill. So when I think of
1: Hilton head, yeah.
0: I, so I've been rewatching pretty little liars
1: And it is an amazing show to rewatch because there are so many like little plot lines that you forget about. And like I like even now I'm looking thinking back. I'm like, wait, what happened with this person? What did they end up actually being responsible for? Like, what did they do? You know, but it's a great show to rewatch. But Allie, before she disappeared, she went to Hilton Head with Ian with Ian. Really? Melissa's boyfriend.
0: I don't remember that.
1: Who? The British dude. No, the one that died in the bell tower in se- at the end of season one. Oh. The one oh who that, that actor was in Smart that in Disney. Oh, yes.
2: Yeah, yes. I know who you I mean. Oh, yeah. Yes.
1: So, anyways, I didn't know Hilton Head <laughs> was a real place. So, when I saw you, like, tag a story there, I was like, oh, my gosh, Allie's probably there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, that's actually <laughs> wild. You know... I kind of wondered why it felt familiar and maybe it was my subconscious. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is the lighthouse. I don't know. (laughs) Um, This is actually... I'm in the lighthouse. (laughs) That is actually really funny I, that reminds me and this is like a super side note but that's just how my brain works i was wearing like all black and like some lip- lipstick and my roommate was like you kind of are like pretty little liars-esque and i oh was my like can, I can you keep it and it just like came guys it came the, show is to the
1: front of so my mind good. i was like i feel like it's so good, like pretty it's little so good. Liars. every like twist it's and so turn good. you're like
2: <gasps> it's Ooh, also you know? like so it's bad amazing. that it's I, good I think you know to rewatch, I mean, like,
1: yeah, right, like especially in the first couple 100%. seasons that they'll have things that's like if you need a friend you should get on Facebook like that's like what the burns are like oh, <laughs> and I'm like oh geez. Hannah <laughs> so cringe like oh, oh just no. so funny so cringe I, it makes me want to go back and I want to re-watch Secret Life of the American Teenager oh End. I don't know if For I, I can physically sake. put
2: myself through that <laughs> oh
1: that's another good one I'll see some scenes like yes. people will put scenes you know on
2: TikTok mm-hmm. or on Reels and be like who let this be published yes
1: <laughs> and they're so
2: bad yes. so bad there's like (laughs) a part where sean johnson does a scene with like one of the main guys yes he's repulsive it's so hard to watch this weird like break dance thing and he does a cartwheel he does a cartwheel away from sean johnson the olympic gold medalist and it's the worst (laughs) cartwheel ever
1: like it's It's like bad how embarrassing (laughs) have you seen there's a video of sean johnson watching that yes. like her husband like, I watched hey, it babe, look she, what I'm watching. as soon as she heard yes! the first
2: sound she goes oh i i can't Stop. like please <laughs> she like knew that it yes. was bad oh oh she so knew funny. what was coming why do you have an attitude it's super cute anyway i'm done with my little oh good party. Well, that was, case, what a fun coincidence that's hilarious uh i would say my <laughs> summer has been pretty similar to yours kira i would say in july i've been like going 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 from place to place um but the other fun part of it is I've seen almost like ninety percent of my family, which is really exciting. Um, at wow. least like my own like siblings and nieces and nephews and stuff, which is a lot of fun. Um, so for Bryce's family, uh, there we had a family wedding that was in Missouri. And so we were there, and it was so hot. I forgot how hot the Midwest is it with the humidity. Gorgeous. Oh, the, the venue was incredible. But when I tell you I've never been so hot in my life, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we were at the rehearsal dinner, and the venue was outdoors, um, which it was, like, they were one of the first people to have a wedding at that venue. So everything was just picturesque. It was gorgeous. Wow. Um, but we're in mm. this, like, enclosure at 2.30 in the afternoon in Iowa – or, sorry, Missouri Heat – it was 97 degrees and that did not include humidity. And it
1: almost looked like a greenhouse. It was kind of,
2: of like a greenhouse vibe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it too. I kind of felt like I was getting cooked alive and I had sweat like dripping in every <laughs> orifice of my body. And I, we were all like going through it. So it's not like I'm like the worst one there. I, I wasn't in the wedding. Yeah. But Bryce was.
1: Well, and I was lo- like looking at and the, the groom's in like a suit. Like, there's no way you're dry mm-hmm. under that. No,
2: no. And way. then they had these really big fans that were shooting out a mist, which was nice, but the mist was also getting hot from being outside. So it was kind of like hot air water on you. So it was like yeah. the closer you got, the cooler it felt, but then the more soaked you got because you're standing in front of a fan that's pelting out water at you. So, and it's humid, it's not like it's dry. It, exactly, exactly. So you're just kind of in your own wetness. I don't know if you if you know you if you know you know like if you've been in the midwest and the humidity like you get it it's just <laughs> it's an unlike any hotness yeah true and I forgot about it because we don't have any humidity in Oregon and when you're out of it for so long yeah it comes back with a vengeance it's like we got off the plane and I'm like <gasps> I feel like I'm breathing in water I don't know it's crazy but that was super fun got to see all of Bryce's family um siblings and then he oh we have a little niece and she's super cute the last time we saw her she was like a few months old so it was really fun to see her like waddling. she's like she's not cute. quite walking yeah. at that time not be like wait which sibling
0: but yeah the only Bruce one
2: the only one yeah, with my sister. A, a baby
0: the only one yeah, yeah. yeah. well i was thinking your side for some reason and i was like aren't they all like 15 right
2: so now <laughs>
1: Yeah, so aren't <laughs> they all like mature? Yeah, though? aren't they all
0: like in college? Yeah, exactly. I was like, which
1: one? Like, I, couple I actually did. I saw a picture of like Cammy's kids, and I was like, what the heck? I know. Isn't I thought isn't the youngest like two and have a broken leg and in a stroller?
0: No, 100. percent That's like the last time that I saw her. I, was, yeah, she had that little broken uh-huh. leg.
2: That was literally oh, so long ago.
1: Yeah, what? She's probably like seven or she's eight, right now?
2: middle school. Yeah, no, seven or eight. Oh, okay, not. I think not she's middle eight. Not middle school, but no. think she's eight but that's why yeah so I saw Bryce's family and then my sister who lives in Iowa and my mom decided to make a last minute trip to Oregon they drove out here it was super last second which is kind of how my family rolls. but it was so much fun and so the whole week we just did a bunch of stuff and hung out and so cute they got here on um, they visited some of my family in central Oregon and then they came over to like the Salem area on Monday and then they left Saturday morning. So pretty much all week I didn't go to bed before one thirty AM. You guys know how it is with my family. So we basically just like, were awake for like hours for the whole week. And yeah, um, there's like a million kids everywhere. Cause my sister that lives in Oregon has four kids. My sister lives in Iowa, has four kids. And so the house is just full and really busy, but it was so much fun. And my, yeah, my nieces and nephews are all so old. My oldest niece, Kalia, um, today is August 9th. Her birthday is August 12th. She's going to turn 19 and she just is at Heston for her second year. Oh my gosh. It's just crazy. So she's just, I know, I know. So she's super old. And then my second oldest, um, or my first oldest nephew, he's about to be a freshman in high school and he can drive. Like he has a permit. Like it's no, like, what? I don't know what's happening. Like everyone's getting so old. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm not even in that family and I feel old. Thinking yeah. About that. And so well, we like, we like saw them when they were little. Know. And so, and then Lennox, um, he's about to turn 14. So he's going to be able to drive. Cause in Iowa, you can get your permit when you're 14. Like, it's just, it's, it's, all of this is just blowing my mind, and I don't, like, I saw them in October, like, for Mare, around your wedding, I saw them in October, we had, like, a whole family reunion and everything, and I swear from then until July, they had it all grown, like, my nephew specifically in Iowa, they just grew so much, and they were, like, tall, and their voices dropped, so they literally, like, talk like little men, so like,
0: Sound like And them. it's so yeah.
2: creepy. And they had like a we did like a little voice competition where the three of them had to line up and I would close my eyes and I had to like guess who was talking and they all would talk in like a deep low voice. No. It was like did you so get funny, any of them right? I got a few right, but it is actually like really tough. They're I don't it's it's just why I don't know how they all grew up all of a sudden and yeah. yeah, and then, I mean, I have... Doesn't it suck being away from them? It, it does, but I, then I also have my other that live here, so it's like, I get that, but I, you know, it, you know I can't... If I was there, I wouldn't get that, and all of that stuff, so... Totally. Um, but it just makes the times that we're together so much sweeter. So, basically, I was in Missouri, saw all of Bryce's family, then that next week, basically, I saw all my family. Um, and then, also within there, we went and visited some friends that live up near Seattle which is at Northwestern. These are friends, Sean and Lexi. Hey, Lexi. I know you're an avid listener. She's going to be like screaming right yeah, now. She- hey. Um, yes, Lexi. Yes. We love you. Uh, so we went up there and Bryce and I visited Northwestern them. soccer forever. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. Uh, we went up there and visited them and we literally had the time of our lives. And so it was a lot of fun to just kind of, you know, reminisce kind of like what we do, but like, they are a completely different portion of our lives just the northwestern part and then plus we had the added like sean and bryce ran track together and so there was a lot of times that you know we did things just kind of separate from um the whole group and sean visited us last year and then we were able to go to them this summer and we just had such a blast and so i feel i feel really fulfilled in terms of like people and family and all of that stuff um but like kira you were saying like it took oh it just takes a lot out of you when you go i don't think we had been home for like the entire weekend of july we were always doing something that took our attention away so mm-hmm. when we got to august and i'm like oh my goodness i haven't even like changed the calendar over yet like everything's just been super crazy and on the go so Not a bad thing. And I hate when people are like, oh, my gosh, I'm so busy. Like, you don't even get it. I'm busier than anyone who's ever (laughs) existed in this entire planet. Like, that's not at all what I'm trying to do. We've been doing a lot of things, and I've been loving it. And it's been really great. But it's also good to just, like, chill out and stuff. Um, So I actually was – I was homesick from work today, and I'm okay. And you're not gonna catch it. It's okay, everyone. <laughs> um, but as I was laying in bed, um, I had the verse of the day come up, and I really loved it. Wait, are you so Christian? Actually, just wondering if I could share it with you guys, I right. oh, oh, my- oh my gosh, me too. I do. <laughs> so I just thought it was really, really. I just thought it was really, really sweet, and I was really thankful for it this morning because sometimes when things are like not going your way you get really like just like mad at everyone and then everything like your whole mindset is just kind of like a loser lame who just like hates everyone and doesn't like anything that's happening so I really liked the verse because it was I just felt like it was really fitting for me so um whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely and whatever is admirable essentially let all of that be your thoughts don't worry about all the other stuff um just mm. just always think about how you can glorify god with what you say and and what you do and obviously we don't want to like pretend that everything is perfect because Amidst all of the beautiful things that happen, there's a lot of other crappy things that happen. But I don't want to just be like, you know what? Jesus has me though, and I'm totally fine and everything's perfect. And I'm just gonna smile my way through it, because that's truly not it either. Um, but keeping my thoughts not negative, especially towards myself as I make mistakes and do different things like that. Just thinking of how, you know, how grateful I am to have family, how grateful I am to have friends, mm. how grateful I am to just enjoy the sunshine because in Oregon the sun goes away for a long time and just being really thankful. Even though I'm like I'm sweating. I'm like, "No, this is awesome. Like, I can't believe I get to live here. I can't believe I get to see the sun and so just that. That was kind of my mindset totally. today as I was just kind of home, chilling like by myself, resetting and so I'm hoping moving forward I can just, you know, just like what we were saying, Kira, just Go into mm. a better m- mental state as I go into the next season. But I am really excited for fall because I'm like yeah. layers and oh, yeah. just, I don't know. I love fall. I really Glow. do. I love summer, but I love totally. fall. Yeah.
1: I love sweatshirt weather.
0: That's actually yeah, a really good segue uh, into our topic that we want to kind of like dive into today, which is just going to talk a a bit about like our goals for our next season of our lives. I mean, I think you really set us up with like talking about what you want to do for this next season, Casey, and like really where you want to fix your gaze. But I think it would just be cool if we each like talk a little bit about like what we want to do, what we want to accomplish in this next season of our lives as like the summer's kind of winding down. We're gearing up into the fall. Um, And I actually was talking about this with my team today of like, when I hear the word discipline, like, I personally, like, I've never really thought of myself as a disciplined person. Like, I I think of someone who's disciplined as someone who's really, like, wakes up at 4 a.m., works out, reads mm-hmm. their Bible, mm-hmm. does everything before, like, 9 a.m. I'm like, that is a disciplined person because they do everything before mm-hmm. they go to work. And I'm like, I roll out of bed. 20 minutes before I have to leave and I throw on some clothes and I hope it's good you know Mm -hmm. like I'm just not the kind of person who does things in the morning and I think that's what I equate to as a disciplined mind but honestly I've been thinking about like what I want to do this next season is not is not to push myself to limits that I'm like setting myself up for failure but a goal that I have is to kind of like redefine what discipline means to me and like what is attainable because for someone like me who I just am not a morning person in general, like I live with three girls and I just, I'm like a zombie in the morning. I just want to like get my breakfast, get my coffee and leave the house and not talk to anyone. Like that's just how I am in the morning. But I'm like, I don't have to tie my, disciplined nature to something that I don't accomplish in the first 30 minutes of the day
1: Totally,
0: I want mm-hmm. to set 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 a goal no matter what it is if it's just to have a good conversation with a co-worker before lunchtime okay I'm not maybe mentally there until 10 <laughs> 10 a.m when I'm ready and I have my coffee and I'm you know ready to have my day maybe that's the that's the window that I need to work with like try not to push myself yeah. to where I'm like constantly being frustrated that i'm not achieving something because i set myself up for failure and i don't know how to like phrase it other than like i want i want to accomplish things in this next season of my life but i think the boundaries that i'm going to put in place are to set me up for success and not for failure so that's just something that i've been kind of thinking and like redefining like what what that means for me and not on the basis of someone else mm-hmm. and not looking at like someone else and comparing my life to theirs, but to say, what does being disciplined in my life in, you know, I mean, just as an example, like as like eating, what does being disciplined in what I eat, what does that look like for me that could look completely different from someone else and that's okay, but set realistic goals for myself to accomplish what I want to do. So. Yeah.
2: Anyway, that's one I of my think goals. I off of that, no, I love that. I love that. I've, I feel like I really resonate with that. Like, even this morning, I think we're all kind of, like, recovering from the hustle culture. We've kind of talked about that before. But, like, this morning, I was like, I'm just not feeling good. And I was like, maybe I'll do, like, a half day at work. And I'm not feeling good. I'm not in, like, the best, like, just... In the person that I need to be at my job, I would have been the worst person today to be at my job just with how I felt. And so the whole day, I was trying to figure out how I could get to work and maybe like hit the second half of the day. But then all the while, feeling guilty that I wasn't at my job and guilty that, you know, I've put so much work into where I am. And for me to like miss a day is like not, you know, utilizing everything that I don't know I don't know if you just ever feel guilty for just not showing up or being somewhere when like you know you should but also you know it's best for you to not be there and so I totally resonate with what you just said because there's times when you feel like you're doing everything you should be but then if you decide to take one step of a break and like then you're like totally behind and then I feel really guilty that's something that I fall into all the time yeah I think a lot of our frustration
0: comes from like setting an expectation in ourselves and then when we don't hit it that's Mm -hmm. like when we really feel either insecure or anxious or frustrated just because we're like no one else is setting you up like, you're, you're the one that is dealing with everything in your mind. I mean, that's just been, like, a constant theme lately of, like, a lot of the battles that we face are truly just within ourselves. So, we have to learn to, like, overcome the mental hurdle or to say, I am frustrated with this. No one told me that I couldn't, couldn't achieve it, but I told myself that I couldn't because mm-hmm. I didn't even wake up with a good attitude. So, how am I going yeah. to be nice to this person that i see every day and now i feel like a failure because i didn't say hello and like now they think of me as a bad person and now i'm gonna spiral it's like yes. it truly is like uh, at least i feel like a lot of frustrations mm-hmm. come from when we set our own expectations and then don't meet them mm-hmm. it's not because of someone else it's truly
2: because of ourselves. like i'm letting myself down more than anybody else is letting me down yeah.
1: I think with um, not meeting goals or like not care, like you use the word discipline, like not feeling discipline, the two things that I think of are what is the impact of me not achieving this goal or of me doing this? Like what's the impact on me and what's the impact on other people? And then two, where does grace come in? And I think grace comes in with um, the reason for not attaining that goal or not doing that thing. And I think... There's so much grace over like their circumstances that are just out of our control.
0: Like, <laughs> no, I I do get what you mean. And actually, to that degree, I've actually been thinking a lot about that of just um, um, we tend to not give ourselves a lot of grace. I feel like because we hold ourselves and others to such, such a high standard that when we like let our own selves down, we like can't can't get out of it for some reason but like when someone else like drops the ball we're like okay that's fine we can reschedule but like when totally. we are like I am not okay and I actually can't get out of bed right now or I'm like just don't feel like it like maybe that's just like one of the reasons and that's okay we feel like a failure because we're not showing up like for someone else because of Absolutely. something that like we can control but when we can't do it we don't give ourselves grace, and i I honestly yeah. don't feel like there's an answer to that tension because I haven't figured it out yet, or maybe if you have let mm-hmm. me know because I just think that when I let myself down, it is like I feel it a lot more than when someone else doesn't follow through. I'm like that's okay, like sure, maybe in the moment it can be annoying, but like down the line, I'm not like gonna hold mm-hmm. a grudge, but I feel like everyone else is holding a grudge against yeah,
2: yes, yes, absolutely. I would say that, you know, kind of pondering the subject that we wanted to talk about today and what we want to accomplish in our future, I think as happy as I am for you, Mare, about buying your house, it can be really frustrating to like sit back and and watch other people like reach these milestones that you've Mm -hmm. been working really, really hard for. And it is not in any sense of the word Invalidating (laughs) what anyone has been able to accomplish Just putting that out there Bryce and I recently found that Oregon is now one of the top 10 Most expensive states to live in So we have, you know, chosen what we've chosen Um, And we're, you know, coming to a sad reality That renting might just be The next couple of years And that's just how that is Um, And as frustrating as it is to see other people accomplish these things that you've wanted for a really long time and that you want to experience with your best friend, finding new things to be happy about and finding new things that you can be proud of and excited about is so necessary so that you don't live in this state of just, well, they only got this because of that or they only have that because they were able to do that and And I've also found like getting, I've been really frustrated with people about, well, they only got this because their parents did this or they were able to do that because their family has owned this. And it's like, honestly, good for them. Like if my parents could provide the world for me, they would, Mm -hmm. but nor do I expect them to, but I, I, I just want to be happy for people. I want, I want to be thankful that people got to experience their own little bit of like this is what I've always wanted. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with people mm, getting yeah. what they've worked hard for. And I, I think we've talked about revelations on this podcast before, but a revelation that I've had recently, and I haven't been telling you guys cause I want to tell yeah. you. Here. Ooh, tell us. Is that I know here it is. It's, it's here. Um, if you want something, it's okay to like work really hard for it and pursue it. And like, be proud of yourself and talk about it. I've never mm-hmm. done that in my life, and I think this podcast has been the first thing in my life that I've been allowing myself to like, like really just be mm-hmm. open about it and be really excited about it. And like, um, I usually am someone who's like, I don't, I'm not like private. I don't know how do you describe me. I'm not like a private person, but I'm also no, not but you're be not like. like Yeah. You're not like boasting about all of these things. I'm doing this. Mm. Right. And I think for a long time, I thought anytime you talked about something pertaining to yourself was Mm. boasting, was doing it to get attention Mm -hmm. from people. And I like, I don't, I don't want that at all. If like I walk in a room and I was like, it's Casey. Like, not that that (laughs) really happens, but like if, if that were, I would literally be like, oh my gosh. Don't look mm, at me. Yeah. Like, like, can I just all talk to you individually? <laughs> I'd rather have a, like, a really solid one-on-one, one-on-three conversation. I don't need to be introduced to the whole room um, type of thing. And obviously doing this, people have asked me a lot of questions about like the podcast and also like, what's your inspiration? And like this, that, and the other thing. And like, why this? And, and I am forced mm-hmm. to talk about myself. And the other part of that revelation is Mm -hmm. I never talk about myself and I don't ever allow myself to just go up to someone and be like, can I just, can I just Mm -hmm. ask you about this in my own personal life and just talk to you about it? I literally will never say a word until someone's like, Hey, what's going on? I'm like, "I I don't know, nothing. Like, well,
1: you see, like I know, because that's like we start every episode and I'm like, how's everyone doing? And I'm mainly talking to you because I'm, <laughs> <like, laughs> I'm like looking I'm like you don't look great.
0: Please.
2: Someone say something. <laughs> like, I,
0: AKA Casey. And I
2: and I'm just like, well, like it's like a it's like a, an interview for me. Like you'll ask me a question. I'll answer the question. But I'm not going to like expand on something else based off of that. And so that's something that I, like, as I think forward, yes, I want a house. Yes, there's a lot of things that I want in life. But I'm trying to take my mind off of the big things because it's been there for so many, like, I almost want to say years at this point to, like, I want to get to that point. I want to get to that point. Like, I'll officially be an adult when I get to that point. But really, when I do, I just want to be, like, open and honest about who I am be very thoughtful about the words that I say to other people hear people but also like allow myself to be heard by other people Mm -hmm. and hoping that this is a is a moment for me that I can like really dive into the things that I love and the things that I'm passionate about and not be afraid slash fearful that I'm throwing what I'm doing down your face and if that's Mm -hmm. ever been like a conversation I've had with someone before where you're like, Yeah, I felt like you talked about yourself the whole time. Please tell me because that's the last thing I ever want to do. So I'm not trying to err on that side. However, I think it's okay to talk about yourself and it's okay to like tell people what you're up to and and that's okay. So I
1: that's well, that's what I'm and trying to about, do. Think about think about the amount of people that you talk to where they just talk about them. Yeah. No, and I, I don't know, mean that in a bad so way, but like uh, you're conversing with someone. What else
2: are you no, talking I know. about? You're either talking about
1: your stuff or their stuff or someone that you know is mutual stuff. Like, why not talk about your own stuff, especially mm-hmm. if it's someone that you're like, well, here's
0: with. the thing. I think we've been really trained to be so humble and I'm going to use the word humble just because that I feel like is like what we blanket over a lot of things to say, like, you have to be humble and not talk about yourself too much to be boastful or prideful. To the point where we shrink Mm -hmm. ourselves to, like, not even celebrate the small wins in our life. And I think what I've been hearing you say is, like, honestly, the older you get, you just need a win where you can take it. And sometimes that is just making a meal. Sometimes that is just going to work. Sometimes that is Mm -hmm. just in the small mundane. And when you and I and I maybe I'm not in the stage of, like, wanting a house like where you're at, Casey, or having a house and wanting the next thing, Meredith. But, like, I feel like everybody longs for something else that they don't have or the next thing, like, whatever that could be. Uh Um, Or, like, an engagement. I mean, that could be, like, mine, an engagement, a marriage or whatever. Like, things that, like, are in the future but are not, like, right there yet. But I feel like Mm -hmm. the hardest thing to do but, like, such a good lesson is, like, what what are the wins that I'm doing today? Because I feel like that will put everything yeah. in perspective. Kind of like what you're saying. And maybe the win today is saying, I actually, if I can say this, kicked ass today at my job. Like I'm crushing it there. Yeah. And that is that is a win. Mm-hmm. And that's okay if only you know it and God knows it and your husband knows it. That's okay. Maybe your team, maybe you're not even getting the praise that you maybe want from your team. But like take the wins where you can, where you have them because that will propel you forward, and it can even be the most smallest mundane things, and that's not a boastful thing. That's that's honestly not a prideful thing, and that's not even you trying to be, like, humble and be like, woe is me. That's just saying, like, I'm going to take this, and I know that I'm yeah. truly crushing it in this area, and that's okay to say that because that's not being prideful. And that's – I think that's, like, a hard hard thing that we've yeah. been – at least for me, been been taught growing up, like, be humble, but not to pray, but be this, but not to that. Like, that line, is that gap is yes. so
2: narrow, totally. it seems it's like. And a it's little stressful when you, like, don't know yeah. how to manage that, if you know what I mean. a 100%. I think one other thing to tack on, and I think a lot of people will resonate with this, is not being able to take a compliment for what it yeah. is without having to feel like you need to validate how their compliment isn't yeah. true so if someone's like okay oh, see your hair looks really good today oh my gosh like i didn't even like do anything because also like i honestly when I, you like, do if, that it's almost rude i know like if i think about
1: giving someone a compliment and then they're like oh no you're wrong exactly <laughs> like, oh, okay. it's it's hard because like, like
2: i'm i'm like teetering the line between, I'm not trying to be like a pick me girl where I'm like, oh my gosh, like this whole thing, like whatever. It's, it's, it's literally coming from that side of like humility where I'm like, please don't think that I tried to do too much to get your attention. Is it humility
1: or is it, Mm -hmm. is it humility or is it like how we view ourselves too? Exactly. Like, I think I, I, I would argue it's not humility. I would argue it's like, no, I don't think that about myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. At least, yes. At least for me. I'm not saying that about you. At no, least for me. I, whenever no, I, I agree. Feel that, Like, I I don't, I think it's veiled in humility because that sounds better. But for me, yeah. it's like, no, I don't think that I, like, at, okay, for at work or something, if my, my our senior pastor is like, like, because I'm new this somewhere and like our old worship director was gone for a little bit. And so it. I like, he would sit with me and be like, Hey, you are doing a great job leading this team. Like I can tell blah, blah, blah. And I, on the inside, I'm like, no, but you should see what the planning center looks like. You should see how many like declines I have, blah, blah, blah. But like that, but also no, because Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take it because what would me saying that do right now in this room where it's just me and him, you know, like Mm -hmm. in that conversation where it's just you and that person, or if there's other people there too, whatever, what would it do? What, what would it benefit for you to say, yes. like,
0: "Oh my gosh," blah.
1: you know? Exactly. If anything, it makes them
0: feel like, "Oh," you know. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I was just gonna say this is hilarious that we're talking about this right now because today this will be a little bit till this is released, but as of today, I had a full staff meeting <gasps> about this, which is just funny that we're talking I, about it's it. Like I, God's, God's trying to really, talk, talk not, to you or something. Um, <laughs> I think I think God's trying uh-huh. to talk to me. Um, but what it boils down to is like, there's two types of people, the people who live in the gap and people who live in the gain. That's a lot of like what we've been talking about. And the people who live in the gap seems to be all, all of us where we're like, if we take, if someone like a supervisor or a parent or someone in authority tells us that we are doing a good job or we're crushing it, we're killing it. We're like, yeah, but like, we know there's other areas in our life that we're not crushing it like maybe mm-hmm. they don't know but we can't take the compliment because we know we're not actually be- it's almost the idea of like okay I got straight A's cool but like I can get A pluses 100% you know it's like there's always more to be done to right. some degree um, but there are people out there who hear something or like I just want to say I'm proud of you like look at all that you've accomplished in the past and like how to merge yeah. the two in And it's like, Mm -hmm. if you have too many people who are living in the, in the gap, that's going to be frustrating as heck for eternity because you're never going to think that you're good enough. But also at the same time, if you're too much in the gain, you're going to be just like never thinking that you're, can be better. So like how to kind of mirror the two and meet in the middle, I think is crucial. And there's, I mean, there's Bible verses after Bible verses on this, but I think the cool thing that I've been hearing a lot is like. We, in general, we humans struggle a lot with confidence and what are we putting our confidence in. And if we're truly just putting our confidence in what we do, um, people telling us we do a good job, so like affirmations or whatever, the people who are stripped away from those positions that are no longer telling us affirmations or parents or friends or coworkers or supervisors, if they're not in that position, we're not going to think that we're doing a good job because our confidence is tied to the affirmation but if we truly know within ourselves that I did the best that I could and that's enough for me nothing else will matter but like that is such a hard totally. place like I haven't achieved yeah. that yet I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I haven't achieved that yet to be in the place where I can know fully I did the best that I can and nothing no other exterior you know circumstance is gonna affect that it 100% does if my boss doesn't think I'm doing a good job yeah, and I think I'm gonna you know spiral but anyway yeah sorry what we're gonna just say i gonna
2: go back to what you said mayor about like that internal thought maybe like receiving that compliment but internally what you think invalidating that that um compliment I think going back to what I said earlier about really just trying to keep my thoughts like pure or whatever the heck you want to think of it but like like complimenting yourself and like being proud of yourself and being thankful for yourself is so important and i think that's something that we don't do enough of and i i don't remember ever growing up like telling myself you did a good job today or um yeah. ever telling myself like wow you're a really hard worker it was only negative i don't think i ever learned to say a positive thought to myself until <laughs> I got older, and I don't even know really when that. I remember. Okay, okay. I just had a flashback. I had a mirror, you know, like a body length mirror in my bedroom. This is a revelation. Revelation in real life. Welcome. You're in the middle of it. This is the middle of one. Real time (laughs) revelation. I wrote on a mirror, "You're beautiful," because I eating disorders, blah blah blah. You guys, you guys get it. The whole girly stuff. Okay. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna write that on my mirror. And that was the very first time that I ever was like, "Oh, okay, I can start off the day like being positive and like have a good mm-hmm. attitude about myself yeah. before the day starts, and that is like that has to be I a practice. have a question was it written in lipstick uh, <laughs> I don't maybe
0: lip smackers to be I or like eyeliner I think some it, sort it of was makeup probably, thing? Eyeliner <laughs> probably
2: eyeliner probably <laughs> eyeliner.
0: Maybe. <laughs> probably
1: like how 2010, of me? How, 2010 of me how 20 my older sister's eyeliner because i didn't
2: want to ruin mine <laughs> did you get Anyways. killed by your sister for doing that
1: no i didn't i didn't do that but i'm in mm. i'm thinking that's what i if i were well i mean i, I didn't have try. any older, older
2: sisters in the sisters house that. at that yeah, point yeah. they were all grown and gone so it was only my stuff oh, if i sure, wanted to okay. sell someone it was my yeah. mom's but she always had like the lighter sure. color stuff because you know she's all blue-eyed and stuff so I I had the black stuff stuff that actually shows up you know so um yeah so I think that was the first time I like thought about positive self-talk and not being negative to myself the whole time so pretty much can can we just be nice to ourselves because then when people are nice to us we can actually like accept it and not deflect it and like let it absorb into our body I want to talk about I cuz I
1: think this is all centered around what I've been learning in the last like 2 years is um of going through this like faith walking I think I've told you guys about this that our like church there's like a there's like a a, a company called faith walking and they they have like modules and classes and our church has like facilitators that puts this on um but they talk about like People are meaning makers. Like anything that anyone does, we want to make a meaning of it. So, like, oh. if someone says something to you and they're like, if they say, "Oh, your your shirt's really pretty," and that, but maybe they like look up and down from mm. that eye action, I'm mm. making the meaning of, oh, they're they're critiquing my whole outfit and they they think my shirt's pretty, but they maybe don't think my pants are cute. They hate Just my pants and my action, shoes. I make that mm. meaning, whereas that's honestly, good. it could have just been like, oh, maybe there is a spider on the floor that they look down at. Like we what I'm what I've been trying to do more and more of. And that's a goal that I'm trying to to just continue is like not not perceive what other people are thinking. Like I'm responsible for my thoughts. I'm not responsible to think about what they think. Like if so. OK, post post worship service, post church service. If someone comes up to me and says, Hey, thank you so much. That was a beautiful set. And I respond and say, Oh, oh thanks. Oh mm," you know, like, because I don't want them to perceive me as being like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, thanks. I know. You know? Like
2: I facilitated it. So therefore you're actually thinking me. But
1: my job in that moment is to receive that. Oh, thank you. I really love doing this. That's all I have to say. And anything that they perceive from that is their own thoughts. Like I know what my intent was and I'm not responsible for what they think. It's so hard though because we want to make meaning. And we like, like I, I, I think this is something I, I think that I'm pretty intuitive. I think I'm a pretty intuitive person, but that has gotten me in trouble because I am wrong. Like we're people and we're all wrong. I think that I'm good at perceiving what other people think. I'm not because I'm a person and people are people and people are messy and who knows why they say what they say and who knows why they do what they do, you know?
0: Well, what is the reason that we do that, genuinely speaking? Because, I mean, I think everyone can relate to that to some degree. But I I think the same thing, like if someone walks past me and has a bad attitude, I'm like, oh, either they know this about me or they're thinking this. I I, I make the story in my mind. When it's like yeah. totally not true. Whereas maybe
1: they woke up and had a fight with their spouse right. and are having an awful. Right. Off it's day. funny
2: that we just are so kind of self centered sometimes, we and are. we just think the world revolves around us a little bit, which is so gross because it obviously isn't. Because the funny, the funny thing slash sad thing, and I even think about this my at my job, and then you can think of this in like a more global concept. If I didn't like, if I was removed from my position and somebody was put in my position my gym would still open everything would still happen everything would carry on yeah things would be different but the world wouldn't stop and you can think of that globally which is also really sad though you're gone life continues the sun rises the sun sets all of that happens and so yes i don't want us to think that our lives are insignificant but at the same time Imagining that everything is about you can be so shallow and so just sad because then we miss each other's perspectives on everything, and we're not able you know to really. What song
1: really... is going through my head right now?
2: What shine bright like yeah.
0: a diamond? <laughs> no? No? no, no. Are you sure? Oh, the vapor of
2: oh my gosh, that's so funny! Stop.
0: The first time I heard that song was at col- in college. Yes.
2: Yeah, we were all, we all heard it the first it time the, together, Kira. Doll. We were all sitting by each yeah. other. And then well, okay.
0: and then Meredith was like, guys, but you know what this means? Like, we're all I vapor and we're going to like that gonna disappear the next day. That was transformational like, oh, okay.
1: in my life. It, at least in that I agree. Moment. Because I cared so much and I was so anxious and I was so high stress about mm. things. And then hearing mm-hmm. that, it was, and that Ecclesiastes 3 that's like, it's meaningless. Like, that can be really depressing. If you read it in a depressing context, if you think of it that way, or it can be like, oh my gosh, literally this doesn't matter. Like, like in college, in the college setting where we heard it, okay, this grade doesn't actually matter. (laughs) Like this relationship (laughs) with with this boy that's fizzling doesn't actually Mm -hmm. matter. You know, like these things are okay.
2: Mm -hmm. And then as you get older, things get a little deeper, you know, not having a house. It doesn't matter. No one looks at you. If I was walking on the street and someone like walked past me, they're they they do not look at me and they're like, This person probably doesn't have I a mean, house.
0: Do you think it comes down to like where we put our like confidence and identity? Because I really do feel like where we put our identity like like whatever we make as our identity that's like what's gonna flourish. Okay. Okay, Kiera, what are you thinking for this next season? Yeah, you know, I have been thinking a lot about just, like, what I want for the next couple months, and honestly, it's a little deep just because I've been thinking about, like, like who I am and who I want to be, but I feel like right now I'm in a season of figuring out truly what I believe, and I feel like maybe in the first episode, Meredith, like, you kind of, like, talked about that, too, of, like, just honing in on, like, who you are aside from, other people like aside from family aside from work like who you are to your core but I feel like I'm in the season of trying to figure out like what I believe about like whether it be work-life balance or whether it be like allowing myself to grow allowing myself to change when I um you know maybe I'm a different person now than I was at 15 like I just feel like a reoccurring theme is like I feel like I've changed so much since I was in since obviously middle and high school. Peop- <laughs> since I was at EMHS. Shout out. Love you guys. But like I do feel like I am different and I think that's a good thing. But what happens when you like come back to a conversation with someone who knew you from a different stage of life yeah. when you've like completely changed totally. yourself. I just feel like a goal is trying to figure out how to manage those conversations. Cause that's, that's like a hard thing for me because I'm a pretty adaptable person. Like put me in the group that is like super like high energy and chit chatty. Like I can be that put me in the group that just wants to sit on the couch and like watch TV and have deep chats. I, I can be that. Like I, I feel like I can be adaptable, but what's hard for me is trying to completely like, tell people that have known me in like one season of my life, like fill in the gaps of like 15 years of like, this is what I've been up to. That's really hard for me. Yeah. And so I don't even know what, like how to name that goal, but like being okay with changing and like learning with the Lord, learning who I am right now, because I feel like now in this season of my life, I'm more identified in who I am now than I was like, years ago so I don't know I don't know if that makes yeah. sense well, but I will that's kind of really just something that I've been like challenged
2: with Yeah, I will say of the three of us I feel like you have I want to say blossomed the most Flourished. not in that you were not that Seriously? you were like not anyway Lesson. like your own person but I think you your identity was so rooted in like where you came from and how you were raised that I don't think you ever maybe had time to develop your own like sense of self and your own like personality away from everything else and so I will say like every single year with you in college you have I'm gonna say reimagined yourself not in the sense of like you've tried to be a completely different person but there's just a new part of you that you've continued to discover so like funny when we first met Kiara in college I'll just say that we all did at that point Kira was a vegetarian
1: <laughs> <gasps> I forgot about that okay. I literally <laughs> flexitarian. would never have remembered that had I you know. not have said that I know me neither. Oh. I forgot that yes. I was so, it's like, so. Kira you were a vegetarian oh, your whole no. life and like, until she you starts got to putting college. like chicken nuggets on her salad and, and like, then hey, we were I'm like vegan, Kira what are you
2: actually? doing and she was like I i'm just like trying it out yeah. i'm just like <laughs> i don't know like i want to see what it's all about wow. and so like i remember oh i remember like you were always so willing to like try something new just to like i don't know like, let me see what it's about and i and i've always admired that about you because you've always continued to push yourself to do something new and i would say you have found so much in the past five years self-expression of who you want to be and just what you want to do and I would say that's come out mostly in like your style which you've mm. not to say that you had bad style before I love you right You're, no it's okay. okay we can your say that. style was like yeah, so yeah. like mundane and just like simple and like super so in the trend of what was happening right then that it was just like yeah everybody's wearing that type I remember
1: Kiera hated not- the term basic like we like Our friend group at Heston got called basic on like Yik Yak. Do you remember Yik Yak? It was like, those girls are so like basic. And we were all like, (laughs) the rest of us were like, yeah, like we're basic. Like we didn't really care. But Kiera was, I remember you being like, no guys, that's like bad. And I think it's because you know, you knew that you kind of were and you didn't like it. Like that was kind of your style. But Probably. I I, just, I I don't know why that is sticking out my head so specifically.
2: That's so that funny. is so funny. I just remember like you were all into the chevron patterns. I'm like we kind of talked about this before. Like anything oh, that was yeah. like kind of I in was. right now, yeah. not in the sense of like you were trying like, which I was too, but I didn't own it.
1: I
0: raided your closet <laughs> um, transition lenses. Let's let's just right. have a moment for those. <laughs> I you guys listening. I had these glasses, top of the line. 2014 glasses that did transition to
2: sunglasses.
0: Go in, going in the sunlight. Was that 2014. Um, I will I say don't think that
2: was 2014. I was literally that was like not, 2006, that was like senior year of high school. Was, like was literally 2006.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. 2000 and oh gosh, really? The we you know the episode school, we already so, talked about it. Go back which, to the episode and listen to
2: it. We already talked about it. We've just talked go back about. And listen, listen to, to, it. to yes. our previous. and if we are
0: just tuning in, we have. At least six episodes out, seven episodes out. No, listen. Episode one. But uh, like in that. But mind you, I'm blind. That's that's the bit. Anyway, sorry. No, but I was just
2: saying in that your style is I think how you have like, not. I don't want to say finally, but like in a lot of ways found your self-expression like for the first time Mm. because you haven't like appealed to the masses. And I wouldn't say your style right now is like, so out there and like crazy but like it's so unique to you and you have so many different Mm -hmm. avenues and pathways that you go down and like even your self-expression like with your hair and you were always just like a really like I'm blonde I'm that's just like who I am and this and like I just do my makeup like this and I only wear like this um but I don't think you really pushed yourself too much until you got (laughs) and like when you moved to to La charlotte and i think that was a huge moment for you to like really yeah. push yourself and get that self um self-expression out there and i i'm just really proud of you for that that's all
0: honestly well thank you that was really cute i do feel like i and i don't know if that's being like the younger sister in me or whatever it is but i always like tried to like mask things or like put a limit to like how far I could like dream even it maybe even in style even in makeup even in whatever the case may be like I'm like well someone else has got that over here so I can't do that so I'm gonna just like know the boundaries within Mm -hmm. like these limits like I just know this is the sure like quote basic thing to do but I I can do that well okay I can wear this um Valley children's choir t-shirt and um yeah. denim shorts from jc penny you know buy one get one one
2: dollar shout out i think you're thinking of what seal um, that was I the think... one penny sale did you guys ever do what that seal? at what seal some somebody out there is having a major flashback was... right now what seal was this cheap <laughs> store where you could buy something at full price and get something else for a penny it was an ins- it, it was it's really it was a s- sale that never ended and the clothes were absolutely horrible. I wore a pair of Wet Seal jeans to school, oh. and oh. they ripped before I even got out of the parking lot. So it wasn't good. Stop. But that, sorry, Stop. that just reminded me of that, and okay. I, I had to, I had to think no. about that. Anyway, Wet Seal—if you know it, you know it. Anyway,
0: I'm, I'm glad you had that. Um, it does sound like JCPenney also had something similar. However, I would say the quality was like, oh yeah, for, oh yeah, way know, 2003. better, two thousand three. Um, but still. All that to say, I feel like I was put in a box, like, that I didn't allow myself to, like, grow and to dream and to, like, find out my own identity because I I felt like someone else had figured it out for me to some degree. So I feel like that's been a lot of just, like, um, even a mindset shift of, like, if I don't agree with this thing that I feel like my whole community from growing up believed what does that mean for me to my core? And that is a Here hard reality.
1: A growing, flourishing We're growing human. Girl. We're just a just growing proud girl. We are out of you. I agree. Okay. Some things I want to see for the next little bit of life. Um, I want to fix everything. I want to fix everyone's problems and I think that I know what's best. And I just simply don't because I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> and so I when people talk about like boundaries, they think about like, oh, I'm going to set this boundary with this person. No, I need to set boundaries with myself of like, (laughs) I am not this person's therapist. I am not this person's nutritionist. That is not my role in their life unless they ask me to help hold them accountable to things. I think as a friend or as someone close to someone, it's your job to um, help guide them. And but like lovingly. But I don't think it's necessarily my job to be like here's what I think you should do with your whole life in this next little mm, bit you know yeah. and I think that's that's something that I want to work on because it's easy for me to like push people to like
2: oh I think you should do this
1: because <laughs> I think I know it's yeah. best and I just don't that's just prideful mm. so that's something do I'm working on feel like on.
2: that's something you've always done and you're just not, not really. realizing it I don't this maybe. is maybe I think something that I've learned about accountability recently is that you can't be somebody's accountability partner if they don't want you to be, and you can't force yourself on them, even though you know they need accountability. It's like people who totally. are, like you know, dealing with some sort of addiction, they can't get help unless they want help. It's like I don't yeah. know if you guys have watched The Office, Kira I know you do. there's an episode where Meredith I was literally just tonight yeah yeah, Yeah, not you Meredith not different Meredith redhead Meredith she she drinks a ton and Michael's (laughs) like hey we're gonna check you in and he's literally dragging her into this rehabilitation (laughs) he's like chasing her rehabilitation center and he goes um I like to check in uh I'd like to check someone in. And it's like, <laughs> no, you said literally I want to make a,
1: deposit. That's, make a deposit. that's what it is. That's what it is. That's like, right. That's
2: right. Literally, that's not how that works. And so I think sometimes with accountability, like we think, well, they brought it up to me once. So therefore, I can, I, I have full permissions to like help you or say something. But maybe they didn't bring it up again. And, and sometimes it is people's responsibility to take care of themselves as much as. You know, Mary, your heart is for people and how much you want to help people and make yeah. sure that they're the best versions of themselves. It's sometimes it's like other people have to come up with a realization that um, I, I have to want help first. Totally. And if I want other people to help me, I need to c- be consistent about reaching out to them because it's not accountability if you are the person who's reminding them every day that you're yeah. just there as like a helper. You're just there to hold their hand like and this is really just a message for anybody who's like no I'm their accountability partner like I need to do it. It's like no you did you hear what you just said you don't need to do it because it's not for you. It's for them. They need to be the ones who are you know really pushing themselves to get better and then they can you know utilize you and you can be helpful in that sense. But unless they they want it completely that's really hard to just totally all of that on yourself and and then blame yourself when things aren't going well cuz it's it's not it's not on you and it's not your fault. Yeah. A a podcast that I listen to it's called The Basement with Tim Ross. It's literally the best ever. So please go listen to it. Um he always talks Better about this Better than it's idea. been forever. Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I was like please Sorry. Listen, it's really good. <laughs> but it's but he talks about the idea of like submitting something to someone. Like mm. when I when I like someone asked me for like my opinion instead of me being like, I think this is what you should do and this is going to be the best thing for you. People don't always want that. Like, just submit like, hey, honestly, I think what I want to submit to you is the best thing that you can do for yourself is this. But again, that's just my submission. Whether or not Mm. you take my submission and run with it, that's on you. But I'm also not pouring all of myself onto you so that now you feel like, you have to do it or if you do it a different way it's wrong or whatever but That's like good. this is yeah. my submission I want you to take it I want you to think about it I want you to ponder it and then and maybe something can come out of it but you know we we can't I mean I, I wish you know and I'm sure God feels this way about us like I just want to like just do the right thing just be good just totally just do do what you need to do and yeah. and then we just don't because we're just the way we are and so um, I'm sure that's really frustrating for God, I'm, and I know it's frustrating for us too. So, just like, hey, this is this is what I want. This is this is what I submit. Yeah. And this is what I think you should do. And then my hands are off, and I've you know I've done everything that I can. But at the end of the day, it's it's you.
0: I love that. I think that's good because I I feel like I'm the same. Like I a lot of the times want to like fix a situation that feels to me is in control, but maybe it's. Truly not or like it's not like something I can accomplish in like a days, a weeks, a month's time, whatever it may be. But to really like, okay, like maybe if this isn't like the way that I would handle this situation, like maybe it's less about fixing, but it's more like releasing like this is something I'm going to have to like let go. That's imperfect. And that's okay Mm. In the moment. I feel like that's like really hard. That's something like I'm learning. And maybe that's a goal for me me too, because I I feel that in the same way of like, um you to some degree I feel like you kind of think that everyone's like thinking exactly how you would do the situation. And when they do it the exact opposite, you're like, there's no way you think that is right. Or there's no way like you would actually yeah. do it like that. But like to them that's their yeah. norm and to you that's their norm, and they could be polar opposite sides of the spectrum, but to release and to some degree of, like, we both don't have it figured out, and that's okay. I would do it this way. You would do it. I would do it lane A. You would do it lane B. That's all right, to kind of be, like, okay in the release process of of letting go of, like, the grip that you, like, to have on things, like, I think that's something that I need to learn, too, because I tend to um, hold really tightly to two things, and I'm like, I I just know that my way is probably not the best way. It's the best way for me, but it might not be the best way for someone else, and that's a hard lesson to learn.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, guys, mm. we've been here
1: for three mm. and Two and a half hours. It's just, it's
2: just good stuff. Yeah. It's just good stuff. It's, good, stuff. good stuff. it's, I think it's, it's if really anything, good stuff. We just needed to vocalize these things to each other because yeah. you guys understand my revelations better than anybody understands my totally. revelations. Because a, you know what it means. It b, you know how to practically yeah. speak to me to be like, hey, chill, or be like, no, 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 you're like, this is right, or like, see, like, shut up.
1: Yeah. So Same retweet. <laughs> I'm retweet. really thankful for. Re
2: X, really thankful. Yeah, Re X. You mean? Twitter's <laughs> is that dead. what they Ew. they say now? I don't is know. it? I do they retweet? Because he's I'm on not, he's I'm on not Twitter religiously. It. He's on Twitter religiously. I'm, I'm like, like, so oh what my. do you say? Are you gonna are you gonna Red X? Flag. Are you gonna? Yeah. You know. He doesn't ever tweet. He only is on there purely for sports. Oh, no, God, I so hate funny.
1: that. I hate that even <laughs> more. I don't know. But anyway, but I thought because it's the end, we have to do a uh, topic. Okay. Have to. I'm going to give you two choices. I'm going to give you two choices. One of them is one that Kiera actually brought to us maybe two months Ooh. ago that we've never talked about. So oh. I thought maybe we could do that okay. one. Um, and then another one is just one that I thought would be kind of funny. Okay. So the this Kiera mentioned this to us uh, a couple months ago. What is one thing that I do that would make my Mennonite ancestors roll in their grave? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the no. other topic. Which I feel like we're going to pick this one. But I'll give you the other topic. Um, if there would be a zombie apocalypse, and one of us would turn into the zombie. Are we killing the zombie? Are we gonna let that zombie
2: eat us? Yeah, duh. And the first zombie would be Kira, and Kira would be dead. <laughs> that was that's the other. really. <laughs> <laughs> she just came, threw her hands. I threw my hands in the air because
0: really, that's so fun. I okay. I really love the first question. I almost feel like we could make that into a full fledged like. I kind of did too. So let's put a pin in that because I absolutely love that. Okay, we'll come back, back to the that. zombies. Were coming. I think I would just. I would die. I think of the the recent. <laughs> no, I mean like let's say I
1: turn into a zombie oh. and I'm
0: gonna eat you. Oh, are you killing me? I'd kill you.
1: Are you letting I kill me you eat so you? Casey, you're the biggest killing that you. I know.
2: <laughs> I know, but like I gotta protect my heart. I not from care. you eating it. You know what I mean? I think I would try yeah, to oh, kill you. <laughs> Honestly, it's okay. You know, watched. Yeah, I've watched. Like you know, the Last of Us, and it's like oh, obviously yeah. she am that clicker, little boy, and they like stop, yes, stop. and they form that relationship, and they still and they still oh, have to shoot I'm him just, at the end. I'm like so that sucked, shoot that, yeah, that sucked, and like, but life alive. already is really really hard. But you're alive, and I mean, when you're in survival mode, you're in survival mode. That's so true. unfortunately, yeah. I mean, it's not like I like take pleasure in blowing your head off, but totally. <laughs> you got to do, what you got to do, totally.
1: Yeah. Okay, I can respect that.
0: I think. I would be the same. I would try to kill you, but I probably wouldn't succeed. And then you'd kill me right. and then I'd well, be a zombie. It's, so. it's the motive. Like, would you
1: <laughs> not physically be able to, but would you want to?
0: Yeah. Because I, I don't try. think that I actually could, but I probably would also try. I yeah. would try, mm-hmm. but it would be I would have well, to like be blindfolded. Because I think phys- if I yeah. were to kill you as mayor, that obviously can never do that. But you as someone who's trying to like Ew, wipe that out a population. I my stomach hurt thinking about that. I know, and I, I would never do that. Okay, okay, I don't like this topic. I do not chose who this. You chose that. You I chose this topic. <laughs> I'm just saying, you as someone who's not actually mayor and like someone who's like, yeah, someone's taking over yeah. your body. Like you have totally. like these
2: nasty veins all over you, yeah. and you look gross and stuff. Like that's not mayor. Yeah. yeah, that's not mayor. Exactly. Yeah. Mayor's
0: pretty. Then I would.
1: But wait, what would you do? Yeah. I was waiting to see what you guys would say, and I was going to copy your answers. No, so I'm oh killing. <laughs> no, what would you do? I you probably wouldn't. I kill don't us. know. I think I would run and hide. No,
2: no, I'm going to come sniff you out. I'm a zombie. I, I'm going to smell you. I think I'm I come would, get or I'd
1: try to like trap you so that you're just like stuck somewhere, and maybe you'd like die of starvation. Oh,
2: so I thank, didn't have to.
1: Thanks kill
0: a you. lot. So we would die anyways. Yeah, but you're a zombie, so you're gonna so torture us matter. to death. You're gonna Shut torture up.
2: us. Okay, it's been covered. Thanks. Thanks for a really our episode, <laughs> guys. <No. laughs> so, well, I think here's the thing. Let's us. just hope the zombie apocalypse never happens, never. so that we yeah. never have to put ourselves in this situation. Yeah. that would be the best. But if it does, Bang, bang. Oh, we have to say bye. Oh, yeah. See you guys next week on the It's Forever Forever podcast. I just want to add, though, like, hey, guys, if you want to, like, write reviews and rate, that would be really cool. Oh, my gosh. And if you, like, want to share, like, we'd really appreciate it. It'd be really cool. A part of us get to, like, live out our dream of, like, just talking to each other every week. And, like, this is super fun for us. And we love making these episodes. So if you like listening, just, you know, share us. Because I'm being bold in who I am. And I'm being proud of myself did you know that on a reel
1: or on something on instagram if you hit share and like copy link instagram thinks that you're sharing it with a lot of people and so that boosts it on like the algorithm but you don't actually oh, really share it with anyone so if you're someone who's like i'm not going to share something on my story like that feels cringy I feel like you, you could literally just click on it i totally did i didn't and so know I, that I, yeah so Go to our reels. If you see a reel, just hit copy link and not Kara going awesome. to our
2: reels right now and doing <laughs> and it. And <laughs>
1: doing it to all of them. Stop, please. I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, right but anyway, now. follow us, rate, yeah. subscribe. We genuinely um, love we... doing this. So we love having yeah. listeners that, you know, tune in and yeah.
2: yeah. we mm-hmm.
1: We are so thankful. And we love you guys.
2: Oh my yeah. gosh. Thanks. Oh my for being Listen here.
1: next week. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.